You're listening to Holistic, Living Like You Give a Fuck, a podcast focused on living your best life. I'm your host, Saha Kehal Paolo, certified metaphysical practitioner, specializing in predictive astrology and tarot from blesserhotmess.com. My intention for this podcast is to connect with light makers, conscious parents, and spiritually curious souls where you can get the dirt on what's happening astrologically and learn about all things esoteric, holistic, and occult in a down-to-earth, no-bullshit, modern way so that you can apply it to your life in this day and age. Join me on this journey through metaphysics and motherhood as I run a household of four kids, two dogs, a black cat, and a man-child, all while trying to maintain my sanity. Welcome to episode number 17, which I'm going to call Konmari That Shit. And I thought that was cool. It was something I said last week in the podcast. And I was like, oh, shit, that totally goes along with next week's full moon. So I'm going to use that. But anyways, I don't know if you guys know this, but I curate the podcast um, kind of like the, the the week before. So anyway, it doesn't matter. But anyways, yeah, that's what we're going to call this. And if you don't know what Konmari is, the Konmari method, it is, um, it was a, it's, it's something that uh, Marie Kondo created and it's a way of decluttering your life I guess or your house I guess but we're gonna we're talking in in life more um, than just our house right Uh, we're talking about friends in our life that maybe um or, or toxic relationships let's not be so specific but toxic relationships in our life we're talking about um also material things like Marie Kondo um, does, um, and we're talking about what what's happening on the inside of us. We are talking about oh, sorry, there was a sign. I guess they're gonna rehabilitate the street, is what they're calling it. I mean, it doesn't even look that bad. I don't even know why they're calling it a rehabilitation, but um, or why they have to post that but whatever anyway so um yeah that's what this episode is going to be all about because the main the overall theme for this um episode is based on the full moon that's happening in the sign of sidereal leo don't let no motherfuckers tell you that's in virgo that's i mean it gets annoying because it's misinformation and and i have been misinformed for very many years thinking that western astrology was accurate and that something was wrong with me when something didn't align with me you see what i'm saying so if if um they were talking about oh yeah this is a time when you're gonna feel to you know do this this and this and i didn't i said wow something is wrong with me like i am unmotivated i am uninspired i am blah 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 i am doing things wrong i am not on my path i am you know what i'm saying so I don't want you guys or anybody else to feel that way because who knows? Maybe they're doing something else, thinking something else. I don't know how they're taking it, but that's how I took it. Was like something is wrong with me because I don't feel that. Um, so um, I, yeah, I think it's really important that just people get with it because I mean it doesn't make sense when they say. It's Pisces season because you're going to fucking hear that this week because um, according to Western astrology, the sun moves into Pisces. But if you knew astronomy and you went outside and you were familiar with all the where the stars are and shit like that, I mean, you could get an app um, on your phone 
and you were to look where the sun is when it's rising and shit, well, where it is all day long, it's rising with the constellation of Aquarius right now, okay? Not Pisces. The, the moon is in the sign of Leo right now, not Virgo. It is conjunct Regulus. That is a fixed star in the sign of Leo. It is nowhere near Virgo. So how are they calculating where the planets are okay it's they're not they're they're using a different way to measure things that isn't meant to measure the where the planets are it's meant to measure when the seasons are that's what it's meant to measure not where the planets are did you get that so not where the planets are but when the seasons are so don't let that fuck you up um, don't let it get you feeling some play, some way because you, you're not feeling in alignment with that thing, um, with whatever people are saying about full moon and Virgo. Um, anyway, that was a rant. This was supposed to be just an intro. Just, sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, that that's that's the intro. So let's get into what we're gonna be doing next, which is mirror, uh, metaphysical Mondays. And uh, or no metaphysical mornings mornings where I give you guys a mudra and a mantra that you can utilize every single day for this whole week in order to I think it was I don't want to spoil it and tell you guys what it is yeah let's not spoil it yeah go listen to the next segment hello good morning whenever you're listening to this um welcome to metaphysical mornings where I give you guys a mudra and a mantra that you can utilize every single day for this week and it also gives us some insight as to what we can expect on an energetic level. So last week to recap it was all about becoming an inner witness seeing the bullshit basically that we do to others through others right. Um, It was about having more clarity and self-study which creates spaciousness in our lives in our body and our mantra was i am a magnet for miracles and on the back of that card it said when i change my consciousness and forgive those i need to forgive healing miracles occur right so it's like when you forgive others for doing you wrong um it, it helps you to heal on a on a level and also um Realizing that the people, what what the people did to you that you're trying to forgive them for, you actually do on some other level, right? In some other way to maybe yourself or to other people because we are all mirrors and we are attracting what we are like. So there's something for us to see there. And a lot of people don't, people don't like to um, admit to that um, because they want to act like their shit doesn't stink. (laughs) But we're we're keeping it real with ourselves, right? Okay. So, um, let's see. Let's get our mudra for this week. And if you guys don't know, um, I usually use one of two decks to get our mudras, and um, it's called mudras for the awakening for awakening the five elements. And I think I'm going to have it linked on my website because a lot of people ask what I use to get the mudras and my friend online um, Sabrina Sabrina or Sabina Espinay 
she actually did the artwork on the cards and so the first one I bought I, I met her because I did a review for the deck the first one and um, we became online friends and then um, she actually gifted me the second one that came out which was Mudra um, which is the one I'm using right now so the first one was called Mudras for awakening the energy body and that one's like my favorite I like the elements one too but I use the the energy body one the most but anyway we're we're pulling from the five elements right now so um, yeah I will have links up on my website someplace yeah I don't know where but maybe I'll have a little um, thing at the top that says decks de my favorite decks or something like that and then I'll start putting because that's what I want to do is start building up my um, library on my YouTube channel and start doing reviews or something um, like I used to because I took them all down and um, I want to start fresh and do them again so I, I think I'll do that I'll, ha I'll list my favorites give a link to my review of it and then a link to where you can purchase it all right with that said let's get our mojo I got distracted sorry Ooh, healing look at that healing this is the uh, Varuna mudra so this mudra will help with inner nourishment suppleness and fluidity and it directs the the breath to the sacrum the lower back and the pelvis area it assists the urinary system um, if you are having any issues with that, it releases tension and enhances circulation in the pelvis area. It strengthens the kidneys, the bladder, and also your lymphatic system. And your lymphatic system is like the sewage system, I guess you could say, in your body. So that's good. Flush all that nasty toxins out. Um, instructions. What you want to do is bend the right pinky finger toward the base of the right thumb. Extending the other fingers of the right hand. Now lay the back of the right hand onto the palm of the left hand and allow the left fingers to wrap around the right hand with left uh, thumb securing the right. And then place your hands to rest in your lap and your focus could be my natural breath flows in calm and healing waves. Ooh, I love this. It just sounds so like nurturing and even the mudra the way that it looks it's it just like looks nurturing because you've got your left hand supporting and holding embracing your um right hand right and if you can't figure out if you're visual like me like i if somebody were to read that to me and tell me to do that i'd be like huh um i gotta see a picture of it and hear it you know what i mean so i will post um up on my instagram story in the highlights area um, a picture of what this mudra looks like so that you guys can get a better idea and it'll be um, labeled or whatever I'll type on the screen it's for the week of February 18th okay so this is miracle mornings mudra and mantra for the week of February 18 2019 that's what it'll say something like that okay so now let us get our mantra I'm actually gonna use the keepers of the light oracle cards because they have little mantras at the bottom. I guess you could call it a mantra, but they have little phrases. And we'll use that as our mantra for this week. So we're also going to get like a little, you know, deity to come in as well. So we're getting, you know, kind of like three different things right now. You're getting a mudra, mantra, and a archetype that you can connect with this week. So obviously this week we're doing some healing, which is cool. And we got Radha soul flame rediscover a lost part of yourself experience relationship harmony and also healing oh my goodness i love it and they match 
it's got like this like teal color to it, both of the cards, so it's pretty cool. Ooh, this is so cool. So rediscovering a lost part of ourselves. I think that kind of goes along with the astrology, especially the full moon in Leo. Um, with us um, connecting more with our with our petri or our ancestors, right? Because that could be a lost part of ourselves, right? Because we don't sometimes we don't listen to our ancestors. All right, so I'm gonna open up the guidebook and read to you guys what this says for Radha. I'm not really familiar with this deck; I don't use it very much. So it says the Hindu goddess Radha is the divine feminine counterpart and twin flame to Krishna. Um, she is considered to represent Shakti, the divine feminine and creative spirit of the universal life force. Without the female, the male cannot be created. Oh my God, that reminds me of my pin tweet. I said something like, she didn't come from his rib, he came out of her pussy. I don't know, that sounds horrible, but yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, my username is holistic, what do you expect? Anyway, so without the female, the male cannot be created. And for this reason, Shakti is a powerful force that is honored and cherished. Radha is completely devoted to her partner and illustrates the age-old adage. Is that how you say it? Um, behind every powerful man is a powerful woman. She is dedicated to supporting all, all those who seek relationship, harmony, and healing. At one point, she learned what it was like to be separated from Krishna. And so she can also bring great healing to those who are suffering the loss of a partner or experience a separation, which uh, that resonates for me because my other half is in California. He's going to be there for a month and he left maybe, gosh, has it been one or two weeks? I don't even know. It was either one or two weeks ago. And so I'm like, kind of like, you know, I kind of miss him. You know what I mean? Um, extended mesh message, loving union, connection and relationship harmony are key at this time. It's important to remember though, that relationships won't make you whole. Only your own love can do that. You now have opportunities to find lost parts of yourself, maybe sensual aspects or the capacity to cherish yourself. The loving rela the relationships, I don't know where I got the loving relationships, but the relationships around you will then begin to reflect the love you have for yourself. Increased romance, love and opportunities to express divine harmony through love are all becoming apparent in your life. You deserve divine love and Radha with her Shakti presence is here to awaken this loving connection within you now. So... I like that. So there's going to be healing. Probably go, go with the relationship that we have with ourselves, the relationship that we have with things or the relationship that we have with other people. So I think that also goes along with Astro T and I'll be getting into that in a little bit. Um, in fact, that's the next segment. I think, yeah, it is. Um, and that one is going to be split into two. So we're the first part of it. I'm going to talk about all of the aspects that are going to be happening this week, the major ones. Um, and then I'm going to be talking about the full moon in Leo. And this is sidereal astrology. So if you're expecting me to say Virgo, sorry, it's in Leo. If you go and download an app on your phone, I know this is not a part of um, this segment, but I'm just going to say it. If you go download this app on your phone, it's called Skywalk, I believe, or any app where you can look at the sky, you know, and it shows you where all the planets and the stars are. You can see for yourself that the full moon or the moon tonight or, or actually it's tomorrow. Tomorrow will be in the sign of Leo and not in the sign of Virgo. It won't even, I mean, Virgo will be the next, will be next to it, but it's not in it, if that makes sense. So when, when, um, Western astrologers say that the full moon is happening in Virgo, it's, it's, um, it is not valid. That's not correct. Um, and it's not their fault. You know what I mean? So I'm not blaming them or anything like that. I'm just saying it's not correct. Um, I actually have a video up on my YouTube channel, um, youtube.com slash 
c slash sahake how is my um url you can always go to my website or the the link tree link that i have on my um social media profiles to get to my youtube channel and um i have a video where i'm talking about um how the two wheels sidereal or or i mean i say wheels because it's the videos i'm showing you wheels but basically the two methods of astrology sidereal and tropical or western is what people know it as um are basically they go together but astrologers western astrologers are using the tropical wheel the wrong way but anyways okay so that is it for this segment so radha soul flame rediscover a lost part of yourself experience relationship harmony and healing and the healing mudra varuna mudra so um that's what i got for you for for this segment and i will see you on the next one where we're gonna start to or we're gonna do astro tea okay welcome back um so first up we've got today um venus and saturn in a conjunction that yeah that's what it looks like and so um this is going to bring relationships and your finances to the forefront they're going to be tested there is a lack of something in these areas of your life where you're going to be given a reality check from you know papa bear over there saturn and so and relationships and finances those are things that are ruled by venus okay so just so you know where i'm getting this from and so um healthy relationships aren't even going to be affected by this transit in fact i mean well it won't be affected in a negative way um they'll they'll actually grow even stronger than they already are love relationships that have been dysfunctional are probably not going to last and they're going to get worse if you cling on to them any negative emotions um have karmic ties to them and and they're going to teach you some major lessons when it comes to anything that is related to venus okay so this could be wealth and pleasure art relationships marriage well marriage is a relationship your feminine side social clubs your wife um that that's for women too if you got a wife okay so men and women if you have a wife it's this is going to um teach you something about that and material things diplomacy um you might find it really hard to connect with others because that's saturn energy right there um but i mean well yeah because you know you you're gonna feel like they're not including you in things um and so you know this could also be related to um relationships like maybe even friendships that you have with females okay and um um so we're gonna be you know you know taking time right now to think about relationships that we're in and you're probably gonna end up cutting ties with some people right now um especially because the full moon right is going to be guiding us towards that well you don't know yet because it's, it's in the segment that's going to be after this but it's going to be very very much in alignment with that where I, t- I talk about loving yourself enough like a leo would love himself in order to know when it's time to let go of what just isn't good for you what is not serving you um if this has to do with money more than than relationships um i'm gonna say budget better 
be frugal, okay? Next, we got the moon moving into Leo today, 9.32, I think, tonight. And so, you know, today it's it's President's Day. You want to have fun. You want to spend time with children, make people laugh, be brave, you know, come from the heart. Um, be creative and artsy, you know, so tie-dyeing shirts with your kids, painting with your younger cousins. I don't know what you do. Um, most people are off of work and school today, so take time to have a good time with other people um what else there was one more today oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay sorry i'm looking at the chart mercury and neptune conjunction okay so they're gonna be in the same sign like i was saying um before about those other ones right and this will be at 10 36 p.m until you're gonna feel this until maybe the 26th we'll say of this month and this can go one of two ways, okay? You're either going to get lost in your creative imagination or you're going to get lost in irrational thoughts. And there can be misunderstandings or information that works against you or you can tap into your intuition through meditation, right? Because that's what we're supposed to be doing. Or paying attention to your dreams, okay? Because your, your higher self is always trying to communicate with you all the time, 24 hours a day, I swear to you. But we just don't pay attention. So this is not going to be a good time to um, make major life decisions. So I'd hold off at least until Tuesday when Mercury gets some support from Saturn. Um, I'll talk about that next. Well, not next, but in a little bit. And um, there is going to be a possibility that you don't have all of your facts straight or you're only seeing things the way that you want to see them because Neptune is involved here, right? I already explained that before. So um, the other thing is that we've all been so conditioned that it's really hard to know which voice is you and which is your higher self. So if you're accustomed to using your intuition, you can trust yourself right now. But if you tend to find yourself in bad situations a lot because you because your choices, then I would definitely hold off on making choices until the aspect passes, which I think I said the 26th, okay? Now, tomorrow is when we have the full moon, six degrees of Leo. That is when the sun and the moon are in an opposition. That'll be exact at 7.53 a.m., but I'm going to talk about that on the next segment, and I also have a blog post. So make sure you go and read that, because once I get to the part where we talk about how it's going to affect you based off of your birth chart, it gets a little confusing. I even got confused while I was recording it, because I did. I recorded it yesterday. So um, I think it's a little easier to read it so you can go to holistic.com and it's i think it's my most recent post or but it'll say something like full moon i think i'm calling it komadi this shit that shit this shit some shit anyway um probably the same title as whatever this episode is going to be named but anyways um so that's that so now this is the aspect that i was saying i was going to talk about where mercury and saturn are going to be in a sextile and that's going to be exact tomorrow tuesday 6 37 p.m and so um it's a really helpful transit for planning and organizing things. You're going to have the ability to get your mind super focused on your responsibilities. There could be career gains that are possible. Um, it's good for having really serious conversations because they're going to end up being very insightful and like like nice. You know, it's, it's not going to be as scary as you thought it was going to be kind of a thing. The mind is um, being supported here by Saturn because Mercury represents the mind, your perspective, also the way that you communicate. And so the thoughts should be much clearer than yesterday, right? When we had the Mercury and Neptune conjunction and you'll have better judgment 
and um, communication will be very open and honest, but not hostile, not offensive. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's straightforward, but it's not like in a negative way, if that makes sense. Um, so I would say it's really good for having, you know, like mature conversations. Why are my kids yelling? This aspect also will spark um, interest in ancestors, which I think also goes along with the full moon in Leo because that's going to be triggered by Regulus. And you're going to hear more about that in the next segment and how that deals with ancestors. I thought it was kind of interesting that this is, this is coming up. So anyways, on the same exact day, anyway, because Saturn is, is you know, he's father time, he's old. And so a lot of people, um, you know, say like when Saturn's involved, like it's like, you know, do things for older people, you know, think about your ancestors. So that's where this comes from. Anyway, next up, we got Wednesday. So February 20th the moon enters into Virgo so you want to let go of addictions um, get your life together basically create new routines and it might be hard to stick to those routines because of that sun in Uranus transit but it's waning okay and once it comes off um, you'll be ready to go so just utilize this as a test period you know take a look at your life right now and where you can improve things for yourself now, we don't really have much going on on Thursday and then Friday, February 22nd. I mean, even the moon, you know, the moon ain't doing shit on Thursday, you know, so the the emotion should be pretty fucking chill. Um, anyway, because there's just a lot going on this week. I mean, as you can tell, this segment is so fucking long. Um, so anyway, Friday, we got Mercury and Jupiter in a square and your thinking is going to be very focused on the bigger picture, but keep in mind that um, there could be a tendency to speak in a way that's overly confident and arrogant. So make sure you have those conversations that need to be had on Tuesday. Do not wait until the weekend because there, there kind of comes in this little cocky attitude, you know? So, um, and the reason is because this transit brings a lot of optimism with the Jupiter in there. But because it's in a square, it's in a it's in a conflicting energy. Mercury is the way that you think in your communication skills, right? So it's like, you know, you might be a little, um, um, you, you might catch yourself boasting, you know? It might be a little too much, this optimism, you know? So be realistic about what you, you can actually accomplish for the next couple of days and don't take on more than you can handle because you're like, I don't know, trying to be... A show off or whatever it is right because what will happen is there will be setbacks because you might make mistakes due to poor judgment of things okay then lastly on friday we got venus and pluto in a conjunction and this is going to be felt until about march 3rd because pluto outer planet right so this can trigger some jealousy when it comes to love or relationships, people that you love. Um, look at things from a more sensible perspective because you could be just jumping to conclusions right now. There also could be um, a tendency to want to manipulate or control other people or that could happen to you. So you want to stay woke, motherfuckers. And again, if you're doing that to other people, check yourself. You know what I mean? If you notice that you're trying to take advantage of somebody, ask yourself, why Why do I feel the need to do this right now? Like, what am I trying to do? You know, you, you take some time to really dig deep and get to the bottom of it because it's going to help you to realize some shit about yourself. Um, there's, there's also a good side to this transit though, okay? Healthy relationships are going to thrive yet again with this transit, okay? And um, they're going to have a more intensified, intimate 
uh, feeling to it, you know, so you guys are going to have good sex basically. And, um, if you're single, you could meet somebody that you have like a karmic relationship with and experience like this love at first sight type of situation. It's a possibility. Um, Saturday, the 23rd, we have Mercury and Pluto on a sextile and that's going to be lasting until about third, the, um, until I think it was like March 1st or something like that. And so this transit gives us all this ability to command the attention of other people. And we'll be able to convince them to listen to our thoughts and our ideas. Um, I would say just make sure that you're not trying to overpower them, right? Or take advantage of them because Pluto is involved here again too with the Venus. Like Venus and Pluto were conjunct. And then here now it's like you could you could be trying to say things or make people think a certain way so that you can manipulate them or take advantage of them okay so just make sure you're not trying to do that and don't become a victim of that either just like i said be aware of what's going on um this is also a good time for studying and researching because your mind is just going to be able to soak up information like a sponge and then lastly we got sunday well it's not last because we got two so we have venus entering into Capricorn that'll be in the morning about 9 15 in the morning and keep in mind all the times that I've said are going to be our Pacific Standard Time right now so Venus is in the domain of Saturn so there's a completely different expression of love here and it could manifest as a more serious cautious or restricted type of way and we'll we'll want to protect ourselves you know from maybe past disappointments in regards to love or something like that, our relationships, and we might even push away our loved ones. Um, know that we're, we'll be doing this probably more on an unconscious level. Um, this, this transit will also intensify ambition and this desire for like status and, you know, building your reputation or something like that. Um, so you, you might end up immersing yourself in work and neglect, you know, in, interpersonal relationships in your life on the flip side uh you might become more mature when it comes to love and feeling like you're ready to solidify a relationship for a a long period of time or maybe you're gonna mature in regards to love and relationships where you're like um you know i'm finally never going back to that toxic relationship ever again because you know i love myself like a leo does you know you know something like that Um, And it's not in this like catty way where you're like, yeah, you know, F you and all this stuff. It's like, no, I'm going to let this person go with love, you know, and blessings. But we got to just separate or so, you know, separate. It's like a more um, just like grown mindset, you know, towards certain things. And then the last aspect that we have is Mercury entering into um, Pisces. And here he is in detriment. So this will be on Sunday night, 724 p.m. And the mind is going to shift from being... um, intellectually focused right with Aquarius to being more spiritually discontinuous we'll say so you 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 might feel highly sensitive Um, your intuition will be heightened but there will be trouble with gathering your thoughts figuring out which ones are yours and which one is from your instincts like I was saying earlier you want to be realistic you don't want to be chasing after rainbows you want to protect your energy because you'll unintentionally unintentionally um, could absorb somebody else's energy which will create a lot of confusion 
um, in you. And if you're aware of the fact that you are an empath and you just already do this and you know that you do, you definitely need to pay even more attention. I mean, everybody does, even, even for the people that don't realize it. So the way that you'll know is like, you might feel some type of way and you don't even know why, you know, you're depressed, but it's like, you have no reason to be depressed. That could be that you're taking on someone else's energy. So for woke, um, what do I call it? Woke, woke as fuck. Yeah. The woke as fuck segment. I'm going to teach you guys how to, um, how to protect yourself because you know, I can tell you over here, Oh yeah, you gotta protect yourself. But then it's like, well, how the fuck do I do that? So yeah, we're going to do that today. So that is it. We do have some upcoming, um, aspects that are a little important. So, um, I'm just going to mention them, but I'm not going to tell you what they're about yet until they come up. Um, and this is for next month. So we've got Venus and Uranus in a square that'll be in March. Um, well, both of these are going to be in March and then the sun and Neptune in a conjunction. So you guys can look forward to that. And that is it for this part of Astro T. Um, stay tuned if you want to find out what is happening with this full moon that is happening in a uh, sidereal Leo, not Virgo. Welcome to Astro T, the part of my show where I spill all the tea on what's happening astrologically. And this week, we, we have a lot going on. There's a lot. And I'm going to be doing things a little different. Um, I decided not to do the moon aspects because they're, they're super temporary um, because she moves so quickly through the, the sky. Um, but I did want to start dabbling in a little bit of modern sidereal astrology where I do include the outer planets. Um, I just wanted to try it for this week and see how this goes. So we do have some catching up that I want to um, uh, talk about. And then um, what's going on this particular week. So um, I'm going to start off with past outer planetary transits. So this particular segment is going to be a little longer than, than usual um, if I were to do this again, like next week, um, just because we're trying to get caught up um, with, you know, what has happened and 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 if it's still affect um well obviously if it's still affecting us so if it already happened like i obviously i'm not going to talk about it unless it the energy is still lingering right now and we have a few so the first one i'm going to touch on is mars and uranus it's a conjunction and this will um be around until about the 28th so the end of this month and it's already waning um, because it was actually exact on the 12th of this month. And um, the reason this is going to last a little longer is because Uranus is an outer planet. It's a slower moving planet. So it's not like, you know, the moon, it, it aspects something and then it's like for one or two days and then it's done. Um, this is, you know, a slower moving planet that's on the the outer part of our constellation so this um a conjunction if you don't know what that is is when um there are planets involved and they're they're in the same zodiac sign i said that's so weird planets i don't know what how to say this but yeah i mean obviously there's planets involved right because that's what we're talking about but you get what i'm saying it's when there are planets 
that are in the same sign and they're really, really close together um, from the perspective of Earth, okay? So this transit is going to support you in liberating yourself from situations that have you feeling stuck. And it could happen all of a sudden or you might spontaneously feel driven to make it happen. And this energy is very um, erratic. So, you know, go after what you feel called to do, but make sure that you're not being irrational or doing things out of boredom um, because honestly you might you might regret it later on um, you'll probably be, be focusing on asserting your independence in some way and doing things because you can because I want to um, again stop and think about it first because you impulsively doing something could create a situation that you might regret later on and also be careful that you're not starting beefs with people like this is a very fiery electric type of energy and tempers can flare up and you could suddenly get pissed off and explode on people especially with this full moon and leo that's happening too so again think before you act especially if you are a fire sign or if you are an aquarius saturn and pluto will be in a conjunction as well and this is going to last for a really really long time until like the end of january in 2021 okay it's a long lasting transit because pluto is the outermost planet that we know of right now in our constellation okay so it, it moves very very slow and um also, it's, it's, it's lasting so long because these planets will go in and out of retrograde um, over this time period. So we'll be go, going over these lessons for a couple of years. Um, I want to say, oh my gosh, I totally forgot. I, I think it was like January, like middle of January 2020. So what this is going to be teaching us is to accept the transformation that is happening. There could be endings in your life that are happening, but try to see them as a good thing, a positive thing instead of a negative thing. Look at them as opportunities for new beginnings because when one door closes, another one opens, right? That's a, that's a saying for a reason. <coughs> and it, it'll be rough. And you might feel like you're experiencing a loss. You might feel disappointed, but again... Thinking this way only holds you back from the favorable circumstances that this is creating. You need to remember that nothing is happening to you. It is all happening for you. So look to the house that is activated by this transit because it's not ending anytime soon. It's going to be around for a long time. And if you don't know how to do this uh, using Sidero Astrology, you can Venmo me. Um, my username is Sawakihau or cash at me, dollar sign holistic, like my Twitter name, H-O-E-L-I-S-T-I-C or like this podcast. Um, but send me um, $5. That's it. And I'll generate your chart. And this is not to be mistaken with an interpretation. It is just a chart. Um, it'll be a visual representation of your birth chart and then I'll list out um, your the planets and what degree they're located in because you'll need that if you listen to my podcast and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what signs are in what houses did I say that right I don't even know and what aspects you have in your chart now um, if you're interested in the you know like writing down the Saturn Pluto 
you know, station directs and all those shits. I'll, I'll list them right now. So this transit, this particular one, the Saturn Pluto conjunction, it started on December 20, 22nd, um, 2018. Sorry, I'm brain farting. And then um, what's going to happen is Pluto is going to um, go direct retrograde. And that'll be on April 24th this year. Then Saturn will do the same on the 29th. Then Saturn will retrograde direct on September 19th. And then Pluto will do the same on October 3rd. And then that aspect will be exact on January 12th, 2020. Oh yeah, yeah, that is kind of like mid-January. I finally remembered the date. Okay, so then, blah, 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 what did I say? Oh yeah, twin. okay, then Pluto, sorry, I'm doing this from memory. Pluto will go direct retrograde on April 25th, 2020. And then and then Saturn does the same thing um, less than a month later, like, I think it was May 10th. Oh shit, I hope I got these dates right. And then... Um, he'll retrograde direct September 28, 2020, and then Pluto will retrograde direct October, early October, I think it was like October 4th, 2020. Okay. And then it'll be done. Okay. So we'll be done with this energy, um, around fall of 2020. Okay. So the next one, um, that happened was exact on January 13th and this will be waning, um, until March 20th. So we're already coming off of it. Um, but this is Jupiter and Neptune. Yeah. Jupiter and Neptune in a square. So this is all about not being too trusting of people that you don't really know. Um, you might feel called to be generous towards somebody who doesn't really deserve the help because they're blowing their bad situation out of proportion to make gains from other people. You know, it's like they're lying about what's going on in their life in order to, you know, get money or something like that. So do not trust people that you don't really know. Stay away from like get rich quick think schemes. Um, stay away from multi-level marketing, um, even those people on Twitter that do those slot things where you give them $300 and then I don't know what they do. They flip it and they give you like two grand back. Stay away from drugs and alcohol um, because there's this tendency to overdo it and you end up in a really bad situation. Um, it's it's more of a better time to volunteer. Volunteer your time instead of giving money, you know? So helping out at a church or some kind of charitable cause that you know is legit. Um, feeding the poor, working at a homeless shelter. Um, even with all this releasing that we're supposed to be doing this week with the full moon, you could donate your clothes to a shelter. Even if it turns out to be like like a scam or something, you didn't want those things anyway. And obviously if there's peop those people are scamming people, they need it or whatever. The next aspect, um, is, is, um, blah, 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 what was it? Sun, the sun and Uranus in a sextile. And this is going to affect us for just a little while more until the 24th. So the, by the end of the, this weekend, it's, it's already falling off. So it was exact yesterday, um, at 1154 PM. Yeah, that sounds right. And this is, um, very stimulating situations 
It might be hard for you to stick with the routine because you're, you're so distracted right now. You might have that mom brain syndrome. I don't know. I call it that where it's like you're skipping all over the place. You're having a hard time getting things done. It's like, oh, I'm going to go clean the kitchen. And you're like, oh, whose keys are these? I don't know. I'm going to go hang them up. So you hang them up and then you forget that you were going to go clean the kitchen. And then you saw something on the counter by the where you put the keys. And then you're like, oh, shit, I need to wipe this. And then you start wiping it. And then you step in dog piss and you're like, fuck, I got to go fucking clean this dog piss. And then you got to go make the mop and, you know, all that stuff. And then you forgot to wipe the counter, you know, because you and then you left the rag there. You know what I mean? So it's like all over the place. That's mom brain. Um, anyway, or maybe that's just me, (laughs) but, um, I would say do things in a a different way than you normally do them. This is going to help you to be more efficient. Um, so if that's your usual, you know, the mom brain syndrome, um, example that I just gave you, instead of allowing yourself to get distracted, just say, I'm going to finish this. And then after that, I'm going to go hang up the keys after I hang up the keys, then I'm going to wipe the counter or, you know, whatever. Okay. Um, Next up, what else did we have? Uh, oh, Neptune. Oh, Venus and Neptune. Yeah. Venus and Neptune were in a sextile. And I don't remember when that was exact. Um, I want to say it was like early, early this morning at like uh, 1244 AM. I think that sounds right. And this is going to, um, affect us until like just for a couple more days, like maybe till the 21st or something like that. It's already waning. Um, but it's a very romantic energy. You'll be able to charm the pants off of your partner, you know? And, um, you know, and well, if you don't have a partner in that, I don't know, turn the pants off of a stranger. I don't know, but you don't want to trust people that you don't know too. So be careful, but you, you might feel like going on a date and, and sometimes people like going shopping, but just be careful, watch your budget. Cause you might spend more than you realize with Neptune at play because Neptune is that cloudy planet, you know, where it's like, uh, you don't really see things clearly. You don't really realize what's going on around you or something like that. So you, you might not realize that you're spending more than you actually have in your bank account. Um, but to me, I also think this is a good time to go watch movies, you know, do something that um, maybe even stimulates your spiritual side, too, because Neptune is very, like, spiritual. Um, it's a ruler of Pisces in, in modern um, astrology. Now, Saturn and, and um, oh, yeah, also Neptune, they will sextile, or they did. Yeah, they already did. And so, um, well, actually, shit, I can't remember if they did. Whatever, but this is a... Um, um, an aspect that we, um, need to talk about because this is going to last long as well. So, um, this is going to last until, till January 9th, 2020. So this one is about making time for yourself. You all should have a daily meditation practice. If you listen to this podcast, I always recommend starting with five minutes, right? When you wake up five minutes, right before you go to bed and then extend the time every week, you know, one minute, 30 seconds, I don't care. And I think you're doing five minutes and 30 seconds every morning or something like that. Um, and, and just so you know, falling asleep during your meditation, that's totally cool. That's, that's okay. Like you're allowed to do that, but this is going to help all of us to realign with our core. What does that mean? Um, it, it means our, our highest self, the core essence of who we are, our soul, whatever you want to say, your intuition. And this is the aspect that forces people, um, that, that haven't really been living their life purpose to get back on track or to get on track with that. And so there's a reason that this, this is a long lasting transit because number one, it's Saturn. And number two, it's because Neptune is an outer planet, but it's also because number three, it's going to take some work on your, um, I get, yeah, it's going to take some work, which is Saturn 
um, and your intuition, right? Because you're gonna have to work together nicely. A sextile is a har harmonious um, aspect. So your your Saturn energy, your Neptune energy, they need to work together in order for um, this to happen. But again, it's not gonna ha happen overnight. And if you're interested in those, um, the, the 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 transit, um, I can't even think of what it's called. Um, you know, because the reason why also it's gonna last long um, is because those planets are going to go direct and retrograde, you know, like that too. So we got Saturn direct retrograde on April 29th this year. Then the transit will be exact. So you'll feel it really strong on June 18th. Then Neptune will go direct retrograde. And that is like three days later, I think it was. So the 21st, so June 21st. Um, I hope you guys are writing this down because I don't want to have to say this again because I'm probably not going to remember. Um, Saturn retrograde direct on September 18th. I think that's what it was. And then the, uh, the aspect will be exact again. So you're going to feel it really strong again um, on November 8th. And then lastly, we've got Neptune going retrograde direct on November 27th. I think it was. And then, yeah, it'll fall off. Okay. Now that that was past um planetary transits outer planetary transits that you know we had to get caught up on so i'm going to end this segment we're going to start another one Okay, so let's talk about this full moon in leo um the full moon is going to peak on tuesday february 19 2019 in six degrees 34 minutes of sidereal leo at 7 53 a.m pacific time i know a lot of people that do western or tropical astrology are going to say it's in the sign of virgo and that is not true you can look this up for yourself all you have to do is go outside when you see the full moon and use one of those apps like skywalk and point it up at the moon and right behind it you're gonna see a constellation and it is not going to be virgo <laughs> it'll be leo um it's just that western astrology's astrolog astrologers use um a different method that isn't actually meant for um i guess you could say doing predictive astrology but anyways um so first and foremost i want to talk about what a full moon is so the full moon is the climax of the the lunar month and that corresponds with the transitions from youth to maturity in the life cycle it also um, corresponds with ovulation in the menstrual cycles and also the culmination of the summer season with the solstice and the moon phase is considered yang energy meaning a time to take action it's a masculine type of energy and when we have a full moon the sun and the moon are opposite of each other okay so their their energies are tugging at each other it's a conflicting energy and the moon acts like a mirror and reflects the sun's light onto earth so metaphorically speaking this is operating kind of like a lighthouse and it's showing us the path that we must take to continue on with our new moon intentions that we should have set right two weeks ago so we'll start to or if we i mean we probably already have we we probably started to figure out 
what was working for us and what didn't work over the past two weeks since that new moon. And our next steps are going to become very obvious. And this will usually manifest as things that we need to release that aren't in alignment with our goals for this particular moon cycle. And it doesn't matter if you set intentions or not. We'll all be feeling very called to let go of a lot of shit right now. And this could be material things. It could be partnerships or relationships. It could be toxic um, behavior patterns. Or it could even be unconscious thoughts that aren't serving our highest good. And it's really important that you're being open to this process because it's going to happen whether you want it to or not. You know what I mean? So you might as well be open to it. Now, since the moon is in the sign of Leo, we'll all feel called to extricate. Ooh, look at that camp school. Extricate a variety of things. And if we're lucky, it'll be a conglomeration. Ooh, more camp school. A conglomeration of crap. I need a I need to fucking start writing this shit down because I'm just pulling out smart words and I don't even know if it fucking makes sense. But anyways, a conglomeration of crap that we have been clinging onto. Do not work against this because it'll, it's only going to make it that much harder for you. Um, with Leo and Aquarius involved in this tug of war, we might react in an excessively theatrical manner, aka being drama. We might find ourselves acting out of character and expressing our feelings more than usual and saying things that we normally wouldn't. And while I'm not condoning this behavior by saying this, but it'll be completely normal if you're sensitive to the moon or you have personal planets being affected by the luminaries, which is the sun and the moon. And in general, it's going to be a difficult time for Taurus, Cancer, Virgo, Scorpio, um, Capricorns and Pisces and remember this is your sidereal sign okay now Leo energy um, everybody associates Leo with drama and there's a reason for that they're bigger than life they demand to be seen because their ruling planet is the Sun and we've all learned in school that it's the biggest star the centrum or the focal point in our constellation. Everybody sees it on a day-to-day basis. We all know about it, right? It's hard to miss the sun. And a lot of people don't realize it, but most religions are a form of solar worship because the sun represents so much. It represents our consciousness, Jesus, the ego, how we're seen by other people in astrology, right? And who we are as individuals. So there is a sense of entitlement or regality that correlates with the sign of Leo because of its ruling planet. So Leo energy um, is 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 confident and, and determined and they take charge. It's also very generous because the sun is always giving its energy to us, right? It's um, very creative and very expressive or extravagant and not the most mature at times. That's why it's also associated with children because they like to have fun and sometimes they can be a little immature. And when a Leo dominant native does things, it's always with flair. Their biggest strength lies in their over-the-top creativity because they're artists or exhibitionists who thrive in the spotlight and being appreciated and loved and adored by their peers, okay? So, because that's, that's what a lot of people, like the, our ancestors, they worshipped the sun. You know, you had the sun god. You've got Amun-Ra, right, from Egypt, the sun god 
we still say the word. What? What do you say after a prayer? Amen. Amen. You are giving praise to the sun god of Egypt, right? People don't realize that. Anyway, little sidebar. Um, I recently heard another sidereal astrologist claim that Leo is not about drama and that it's a trait that is associated with the sign of Taurus. And I find it hard to believe because if you complete if you compare the the rulers of these signs, which are Sun and Venus. Um, I mean, I could see how Venus maybe would be like a female and, and they can be a little dramatic. But I mean, that's that's really reaching. We're talking about the actual planet, Sun and Venus. So astrologically speaking, Venus is a tiny dot in our sky that not many people even know how to locate when they were if you guys were to go outside at night and look up in the sky. But everybody can find the sun. It is huge. You can see the sun. You know where the sun is. So now I want to compare another one. Let's compare um, what symbolizes the two signs. And we've got the lion and the bull. Okay, so to me, it's a no-brainer. Bulls are not attention-seeking like lions. They're in their pasture, minding their own business. They're just eating their grass, right? They couldn't be bothered. Um, They're hardworking. That's where the saying, work hard like a bull, it was coined for a reason. There's no mistake in calling lions the king of the jum- the jungle. Um, watch watch the mannerisms of a lion, you know, pride of a lion, you know, things like that, okay? And, I mean, have you ever seen them, like, go after their prey and shit like that? It's dramatic. It's like, oh, my God, you're sitting at the edge of your seat. You're freaking out. It, it's, it's theatrical. It's dramatic. Um, a bull, I don't know, they're kind of... <laughs> kind of boring if you ask me not like Capricorn boring but they're pretty boring but anyway so if you ever hear someone saying that Leo isn't dramatic and it's a trait of Taurus I think they're just doing way too much to create a separation between sidereal and tropical astrology or western astrology and I would say just pay attention to how you're feeling for the next fortnight since we're having the full moon in Leo and then you can decide what resonates for you because maybe that does resonate for you but for me that don't resonate at all it doesn't even make sense now what to expect this lunar month so um i need water hold on okay um i'm gonna say love yourself enough to let go of anything that's not aligning with you It should be very conspicuous. And the only thing that'll get in your way will be yourself. If you don't like how you feel when you're around certain people, send them off with blessings, you know, cut them off. Not in a negative way, um, but more so in a way that is positive for you. If you're in a situation that triggers you, remove yourself. If you're sick of all the clutter in your house, don't eat your crap. If you're tired of being lazy, get rid of the excuses so you see the point here right let go of anything not aligning with you because you love yourself enough now a little warning um you do want to make sure that you are being humble not allowing yourself to let your ego get the best of you you want to make sure that you're treating people fairly not being so vain or arrogant um when you cut people off you don't have to tell them you don't even have to tell them that how they're doing things wrong and the reason for it I recently learned this and I should have just kept it moving. So please learn through my mistakes Um, because it cultivated a lot of hatred in me towards this person. 
and I'm still working on releasing that hatred. I don't like having that because it creates this ease in my body and it affects me. You know, so thank God for this full moon because Lord knows I need this right now. I need to let go of all that bad juju in me. But if you're making time to channel your creativity, you should be able to counteract the unfavorable shades of this energy. So indulge yourself in being artistic and expressing yourself in a way that is constructive. Now, I think the only main aspect that I saw on the moon, I'm going back to look at the chart right now, is just, yeah, is just Mars in a trine. Or so, so the moon, okay, so the moon and Mars are going to be in a trine. It'll be exact at 12.30 p.m. And during this transit, um, there could be intense subconscious feelings and emotions that can be relieved by applying yourself to creative, creative um, activities. And so you see how this is in support of the full moon, right? Which is where I was telling you to channel your creativity. Somebody let the dog out. So in general, this aspect gives off a courageous, high vibey type of energy where, where you will have a quick nurturing response to things, which can turn into an unhealthy defense mechanism. So just be careful of that. Um, I would say do more than, than just what is physically required of you whenever you can. If necessary, be willing to compromise your desires by making adjustments in regards to aspects that are going to be activated in your chart, which I will have a post on my blog, which is pretty much going to be a transcript of this because it just makes it easier for me. Um, but yeah, that'll be up. But I'll, 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 list, I'll say it at, towards the end of this um, segment work on relating to others so that you don't end up chastising them if you become a victim of another person's criticism let the dog out someone um don't take the bait and react this transit gives us all uh recuperative powers so basically lick your wounds cut them off if you need to and move the fuck on and in all honesty you probably should komadi that person konmadi if you don't know what komadi means it's a it's a term used um uh, just go watch tidy up on netflix okay but anyways um what did i say konmadi that person because you don't need that type of negativity in your life the the full moon in leo says this Okay, ready? I love myself enough to know when to let go of shit that isn't improving my condition. Boom. Now, the fixed star influence, um, let's talk about that next. So the sky is divided up into 27 regions that contain fixed star groups, which have an effect on the moon. And in Vedic astrology, um, those are called nakshatras, or in English, I guess you could say lunar mansion. So this full moon is going to be influenced by Regulus um, or Magha. And this is the brightest star in the constellation of Leo, and it is symbolized by a throne. It is linked with the Petris. Petris um, in Vedic astrology are our ancestors. And so they're, they're like ancestral spirits or divinities that kind of like, they look out for us, right? You, I mean, you could call that your guardian angels or what, whatever you want to say. But basically, they guide our souls from life, in, from, from one life to another life, if that makes sense. And I also think it's really important to understand the afterlife in order to understand the significance of this fixed star influence on the, the full moon in Leo right now. So... I guess we'll get into that next. When we die, there is a lot of confusion because everything 
that we've identified with in this physical life, we will become disconnected from. Our astral or subtle energy body, or another word would be mental energy body, whatever you want to say, it's basically being pulled out of the physical body when we, when we die, right? And what happens is that subtle energy body retains the shape that was cultivated in that the body, the physical body that we were just in because we were in it for so many years, right? And that's what we know. And so what the divinities do, or the Petries, the ancestors, they will help us during this time. And um, they usually will appear as somebody that we recognize from this particular life, somebody who is familiar to us. That's why a lot of people will say, you know, when they when they um, die, they see the light, they saw their grandfather or whatever. That's a, that's, that's a Petrie. Um, and what they do is they take you to their realm, which is called um, Petru Loa, okay? And this is where you're going to find Yama. Yama sitting on his throne of judgment, okay? Yama is um, the god of death, okay? Not, I know it sounds scary, but he, he's not like a punisher or something wicked, okay? Don't get it twisted. Um, he isn't a Petri, but he is the lord of them. And, and the reason is because he was the first mortal who died. And now he rules this realm where our ancestors reside, which is said to be between heaven and earth. And this God is seen as the final judge. And so um, he's in a lot of Eastern religions, like in Japan and China and Iran, just to name a few. And um, basically, base, basically, what we did in this life he get out of here mama he makes so much fucking noise he i'm sorry he uh he judges us right in a sense that's where that saying comes from like only god can judge me kind of a thing that's that's kind of what they're talking about um and that's where it comes from derives from but anyways um he he judges what you did in this life right and um from there based off of whatever happened karmic things that you gained um it's almost like your he decides whether your soul is going to ascend, right? Or if it's going to descend so that you can learn more lessons. And that is heaven or hell. Because before you can go into the next life, you need to be prepared in a sense to get ready to go into that particular life so you either so if you're going to ascend you go to heaven and you get prepared to go into that next life if you are going to descend then you go to hell is what they say and then you get prepared in hell for the next life and it's not to say that you're going to come back as a human being either because that's a whole nother thing but anyway so now you have a little idea of what this all means so with that said the fixed sign um or the fixed star um regulus signifies the inherited power or misfortune from our ancestors and these are the things that came before you that influence you right now in this life and it can be seen as karmic patterns or what you inherited from previous lifetimes that you are probably not aware of okay so how is this going to affect you um, so in order to get an accurate interpretation of how this is going to influence you based off of your birth chart, you need to know your sidereal moon sign. So you can shoot me a message or um, maybe even Venmo me um, $5 on Cash App or Venmo. Wait, did 
I say that right? Send me $5 on Cash App or Venmo and um, I'll generate your chart not to be interpreted with an interpretation. It'll just have your chart and it'll show you where all your planets are and what degree they're in, the houses and all that, some, you know, the aspects. And um, so that you'll know what your moon sign is. But um, make sure that you have your birth date, time and location handy um, if you do that. And if your sidereal moon sign is more than six degrees, because this will be um, exact at six degrees, right? Then you will read the house um, below or I don't know how to say the the house previous to to the one that I say is for that particular sign, okay? And this might be easier for you guys to just read it on the website instead, um, because what's going to happen is when I read this list, if your degree is is more than six degrees, then you're going to listen to the sign that I read after. So if I say Leo and you are a Leo at 24 degrees, most Leos, well, Leos six degrees and below, so zero to six degrees, are going to have their first house activated, which I call the front room. But if you're above six degrees, then it's going to be the next house that I'm gonna say, which is the treasury, okay? Again, if this is too confusing, just go to my website, it'll be up by the time you listen to this. So anyways, um, yeah, let's just get into it. Okay, so Leo, Leo moons. Your front room will be activated. This is the self, your personality and your appearance, your personal views on life, your self-identity, your self-image, beginnings, how you initiate the physical body. So what can you let go of that is um, not helping you to be a better version of yourself? What can you let go of to change your appearance? What can you let go of in order to, I don't know, change the way that you initiate things or something like that? Cancer, um, this is going to affect your treasury. So deals with possessions, money, stability, values, hidden talents, sense of self-worth, your self-esteem and how you value yourself, financial gains, how you spend your own money, your livelihood and material circumstances. So to me, this is like konmari for, for shizzle. Like if something is not sparking joy in your life in regards to your possessions, let it go, donate it, give it to somebody who can make better use of it. Gemini communication center. Um, so this is obviously communication, your memory, your perception, local movement, short journeys, your neighbors, all types of um, transportation, your thinking patterns, early education, schools, your siblings. So maybe there are thought patterns that you need to let go of. Um, Taurus. Maybe you're not being very loving towards yourself, you know? I don't know. Um, Taurus, this is your kitchen. So the home, your home life, emotions, your subconscious mind, your family, your roots, your land, your personal foundations, your inner emotional security, the mother figure or your parents. Um, so maybe you need to let go of something in regards to your, I don't know, your subconscious feelings that you have or something like that. Um, maybe it's affecting your family, your home life. Aries. This is activating your pleasure palace. So this deals with children, creativity, pursuit of pleasure, love affairs, personal interests, hobbies, teaching, self-expression, love given, romance, entertainment, and fun. And just so you know, that's the fifth house and that is associated with the sign of Leo as well. So you're getting a double whammy of the Leo energy here. Um... So what can you let go of in order for you to maybe express yourself in a creative manner better? Um, maybe something like that. 
Um, Pisces, this is activating your gymnasium. So it deals with health, work, service, skills, habits, physical sickness, physical ability, um, employees, co-workers, chores, caretaking, routine, pets, and small animals. So maybe there are things that you are doing that you need to release in regards to your health, in regards to daily habits that you have that, and it's not good for you or something. Maybe every morning you go, before you go to work, you go to the gas station and get yourself a big jug, glup, what, what are they called? Get big gulp, you know, that big cup for soda and you just feel that big ass thing it's like a gallon of fucking soda and you drink that shit all day at work like maybe you need to stop doing that um aquarius this is activating your bedroom so this deals with your partners marriages contracts cooperative relationships um divorce lawsuits separation open enemies so maybe you need to let go of the motherfuckers in your life and you know what i am in um I'm a Capricorn. I'm at, I'm at seven degrees. So I'm one degree above where this moon is peaking. So this is activated for me, my bedroom. Um, and, and this totally resonates. Like, yep, totally, totally resonates because I've been cutting off motherfuckers and I'm not telling them all about themselves. I'm just like, fuck it, let it go. Send them off with love and just keep doing me. Anyway, next up we got Capricorn, but this is Capricorns that are at zero to six degrees, right? So this is your crypt um this deals with sex death transformations inheritances joint finances taxes possessions personal sacrifices loss other people's money and possessions um clairvoyance sagittarius you know what i'm going to do on my blog i'm going to write um zero to six degree leo or um seven to you know 29 degree whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? So, so it's, it's very clear who's, who, who this is relevant to. Okay. I hope that helps you guys because it does get a little confusing. Even I get confused, but anyways, okay. So Sagittarius, um, this is going to activate your study, which deals with your beliefs, teaching, travel, higher education, religion, spirituality, philosophy, your ethics, your morals, your dreams, your visions, your ideas, and your laws. So are there some beliefs that you need to let go of in order to, I don't know, elevate or change your beliefs about things? Some, some shit like that. Um, cancer. Let's see. Um, your career sector. Yes, your career sector. Okay, so this is going to deal with your career, your social status, your calling, your ambitions, your bosses, your authority figures, honor, community power, your reputation, your dominant parents. Um, so there's something where you need to let go of I don't know what. You're going to figure it out um, in regards to your job, in regards to whatever your, your calling is. Libra, this is your recreational room. So it deals with friends, friendships, right? Hopes, goals, ambitions, social groups, community, your aspirations, your associations, your networks, and helpful people. So this is a little similar to the one that's um, activated for me, which is the, what did I call it? My bedroom. So you're dealing with more like friendships and your dreams. So maybe an aspiration that you had is no longer in alignment with you. Maybe the people that you were networking with to do this project, maybe that thing isn't in alignment with your beliefs anymore. Um, and, and it's like, hey, just let it go and 
time to move on and do something new start a new project and then lastly we got Virgo this is activating your secret spot this has to do with self undoing the unconscious mind seclusions um, or seclusion endings secret enemies hidden matters karmic debts escapism limitations hospitals prisons and dreams so maybe you guys need to let go of things that you're doing that is self-sabotaging to yourself okay so that is pretty much it um i know that part was a little confusing so i promise it'll be much clearer if you go onto my website scroll to the bottom and then you'll see um the the title will say how this will affect you and then it'll have it all listed right there and i'll have all the degrees and all that shit so if you're listening to this it's gonna already be up on my blog by the time you hear this so that is it for this full moon in leo and i hope this helps you to navigate through this energy because it is gonna be intense you're going to feel this for sure if you are any of the signs that i said earlier uh where did i i put it in my notepad someplace hold on i already forgot what it was taurus cancer virgo scorpio capricorn and pisces okay so i will talk to you guys on the next segment thanks so much for tuning in today's show is brought to you by the brand new new age dating site Namaste, where you can find some inner peace by getting some ass from someone who recognizes and honors your soul. Hi, hi, hi. It's Saiki Hao, and you are listening to Holistic, and this is Woke as Fuck, where I share with you an exercise that you can do um, that helps you to become more aware of maybe things that you weren't aware of oh shit okay that's so creative uh this is why i should fucking write stuff and have a plan anyway um so today i'm going to teach you guys how to protect your energy in a different way than you're probably thinking like i'm not going to tell you to carry around a big fucking block of tourmaline or something like that um or sage yourself you know everybody knows that kind of stuff but um more so in in a way where you can actually do something to your um your energy center a particular energy center let me just get to it so okay everybody has something that is called a solar plexus it's located between um like in the stomach area we'll just say that just to keep it real simple and it's basically like a little sun that's in your body okay and so what you want to do is um before you go out into the day in order to protect your energy so that you're not taking on anybody else's because the way that happens is our aura is i guess you could say kind of created from our chakras our energy centers um they're emanating right i guess you, is that the word <laughs> they're emitting i guess they're letting off a a a light or an energy and um based off of you know which ones are balanced and opened and all that kind of stuff um they'll mix up together and create you know a certain color for your aura that some people can see you can see them you know these special photographs and stuff and um so that's why everybody's um aura is is unique to them okay because it's based off of your particular energy centers and stuff and and their state their current state so um what you want to do before you leave the house um is do your meditation practice and during the meditation practice you're going to do a visualization technique you're going to imagine that you're breathing in white light through your nose down into your belly 
and it is swirling around your solar plexus and you can imagine this as like this golden sun that's in your belly and it's radiant it's strong it's you know you want to imagine that um you want to see it that it is you know vibrant it's you know it's not dull right and this white light that you breathe in is going to swirl around it and start slowly shrinking it and what you're doing is you're shrinking that part of your your um, energy center so that it cannot expand out from your body, your physical body, right? Because you have a subtle energy, um, energetic body, and then you've got your physical body. So that's what the aura kind of is too. It kind of outlines that energy body that we have. So when you shrink down that solar plexus, um, it makes it so that other people's energy can't touch that part of you because that's where you absorb other people's energy, at least from what I have learned. So, um, you know, if other people have read other ways, like you, you do what resonates for you. If this doesn't resonate, stop listening to it. Um, but anyways, so what you're going to do is you want to shrink that down. And every time you exhale, exhale through your mouth and imagine that, um, any, any stuck energy that was over there, you know, disrupting your, your energy center is leaving the body. And as you exhale, it's also shrinking down the solar plexus. And you want to keep on doing that, inhaling white light until it gets as small as a, what is it called? Like a flame on a lighter, okay? Because when it's that small, nobody nobody's energy can disrupt your energy and you won't take on their energy and then at the end of the, the day you want to inhale again bright white light again make it swirl around your little flame and make it grow bigger each time and um any you know residual shit that maybe did manage to slip up in there um is getting taken out as you exhale and you can imagine yeah i mean you can visualize that it's like you know gray shit coming out of your mouth whatever you want to do to make it work for you and and this is just a suggestion you can tweak this to be however you want it to be honestly so this is just a suggestion of what you could do but you can get creative with this you know what i mean so i mean i'm really just making this up off the top of my head for you right now um but i swear to you it works um i don't do this usually i just i don't even do the i mean i breathe obviously but i really don't do the like swirling around i just imagine it you know shrinking and um it has helped me immensely because <laughs> and i actually don't really have too much of a problem with um taking on p other people's um energy very much but my other half does and my daughter they're like that and so i have um shared this before with my other half and he's tried he's tried it before and um he's never really told me if it worked or not for him actually now that i'm thinking about it i gotta ask him but anyways um that's a little exercise that you guys can try out and you can play around with it every day you know and see what works and what didn't work and you know you'll you'll find out what works for you so like i said this is just a little suggestion it's like a little um template and then you can go ahead and tweak things and then do whatever you want to to make it work for you so that you know because everybody's different so anyways um, I hope you guys enjoyed that and I think that's it. Yep. I think that's it for this episode. So I guess I will see you guys back here 
um, next week, Monday, or on my YouTube channel because I'm going to be doing full moon in Leo polls for each moon sign. So if you want to know, um, well, actually, I don't know what kind of readings I'm going to do. I was thinking about doing release readings. So maybe we'll do that. I don't know. Maybe not. We'll, we'll see. What I I don't really plan. You guys know how I am. So anyways, we'll, but I will be doing that. That's definitely in the plan. But what kind of a reading? I don't know. But anyways, um, yeah, that's it for me. So make sure you check me out on YouTube. If you haven't already, you can go to um, youtube.com slash C slash how Or you can just go to my link, um, my website, holistic.com. All of my social media links are over there. Or you can go to my link tree, which is on my Instagram. Like there's so many ways to find where I am. Link, my link tree is always updated. Whenever I change it, because if you guys follow me for a long time, you guys know I change my fucking usernames all the damn time. So if you go to, um, uh, excuse me, link tr.ee slash sahikehal, then you'll see all my links wherever I am, like everywhere, Fitbit my fitness pal all kinds of stuff on there but anyways um yeah that's it for me go in peace namaste you know what i almost forgot to do was share with you guys what's happening in my life to kind of um show you how it's tying in all this energy shit um and it also helps me to, to make me feel like I'm not crazy uh, because it actually resonates. So <laughs> um, what's going on right now is I my, see what's happening for me is my seventh house is, is um, activated by this um, full moon in Leo that we're going to have tomorrow. So you, you will feel this energy like three days before and or, you know, three up to three days before and, and three days after. So and I, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. This, this one, not playing games, you know, it's, it's being that Leo shit, you know, doing that Leo shit, being fucking dramatic. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but anyways, so, um, just, just so you guys know, I, I, I just joke around. I, I love all the signs. I really do. Um, my, yeah, my, my kids are pretty mixed up too, you know, so my daughter's a Leo rising and for the longest time I thought I was a Leo rising, but you know, that was before said astrology. So anyway, um, so what was I saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, yeah, this, this, this full moon is not playing any games, yo. Um, I've been really taking a, a, a really good hard look at relationships in my life and where I am pouring into these relationships and wasting or giving away my energy when I shouldn't be. So, um, yeah. Um, and I, now I'm like, do I get into major, major details and start telling you like, who's the, who, I don't know who listens to my podcast. You know what I'm saying? So like, I don't know if I really want this to be the way this, these, these people find out what's going on. Like I'd rather them hear it from my mouth if that, um, but I'm not really to that point where I'm like, I'm going to go and say something to them because I feel like, um, I just have to let them, let them go, let them go with love, you know, and give them blessings and not be bitter about it. But, um, there are relationships in my life where I feel like I'm giving, I'm giving a lot of energy and, and trying, you know, I'm trying to build the relationship with these people and it's for nothing because they couldn't give a fuck to, to do, to reciprocate. They don't want to build a relationship with me. They want to have a problem with me because of what they heard from other people or, um, 
or you know whatever has happened in the past between us or, or something like that you know or whatever they think has happened in the past between us because they're too afraid to confront me and so um you know it's like you 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 can't keep trying to fix something when the other person doesn't care to to fix it right so my daughter is coming in the car so anyway oh boy hi do you need help <laughs> so anyways that's kind of how it's playing out for me and so i i did do that already i like cut these people off already and um okay damn you better start bringing like i know he told me already um no he's not i'm podcasting so anyway um denzel's an asshole stop he doesn't listen good he'll listen to my podcast i hope he listens one day he don't um that's our boyfriend anyway so yeah i've already you know done it you know what i mean and god i want to tell you guys who it is it's my sister-in-laws um yeah that's who it is my sister-in-laws both of them because i don't know like i i try to well with one in particular because i i want to build a relationship with her but she couldn't be bothered with me like she really don't give a fuck and it and it shows because you know in the way that she um just like i don't want to say treats me because i feel like i'm like being all victimizing and shit and it's not like that but it's just you know it, it just i can tell by, by her actions you know what i mean so and then, and then my other sister-in-law, I don't know, she got beef with me for, like, I don't know what reason. She's hasn't liked me for a while. And so whenever we do family stuff, you know, it's almost like we're just pretending to get along, but we really don't care, you know, we don't care for each other. So, I don't know, I've just decided, like, yeah, I'm gonna just step away from these relationships. There's a couple that I've been looking at, too. And then if you guys listen to my other episodes, I talked about my, um, the person that I dubbed as my best friend I you know let that one go too um I made a mistake with that one though because I ended up trying to um tell her you know give her some constructive criticism as to what exactly happened and she ended up taking it like really really personal which I guess I should have knew that she was going to do that you know what I mean so it's my bad um so that's why with these two relationships I'm not going to say anything about it you know because it's just going to upset people so I'm just gonna like I said let them go with love and then um what was the other thing that I was going to say? Oh, yeah. So the, the other sister-in-law, the one that we just don't care for each other, it's, like, very obvious because we, we, have this, we have mutual friends on social media and stuff. Now we see her liking their shit and commenting on their shit, and she doesn't do that at all on mine, which is fine. Like, whatever. But, like, stop pretending. You know what I mean? Like, stop acting like we're cool when we're in person. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's what's going on over here. That's kind of how it's playing out for me. So letting go of a lot of shit. So uh, you can call in, you can tweet me, you can um, DM me on, 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 on Instagram and then let me know what you're going to be releasing during this full moon. You know, um, I forgot to do this for maybe the last couple of episodes, but I didn't do my third eye theories um, segment. And... Um, I have a really good one for this week, um, something that I want to talk about. So, and that is the, um, I don't know how you would say this, sidereal and tropical astrology thing. I feel like 
I, I am constantly fighting to prove that sidereal astrology is the true method of astrology. And it's becoming very draining to me because people are so brainwashed into believing that Western astrology is the true means of astrology, which it isn't. And I think I talked about this a little bit earlier um, in this episode. But I, I've been getting just a lot of feedback on my Instagram for people who are saying that the full moon is going to happen in Virgo and it's not in Leo. And um, I've responded to these people, you know, telling them that the full moon is conjunct Regulus. This is a fixed star in the sign of constellate in the, in the constellation of Leo. It's, it's the, the heart of Leo. And I had someone tell me that Regulus actually moved into Virgo back in 2012. And I didn't respond because these people are just regurgitating things that they have heard online or read online or, I don't know, heard someone else say or whatever. And I mean, I've always been interested in astronomy. My dad was interested, was, was totally into astronomy. And um, as a kid, you know, we would always go outside and sit on the hood of his Mustang and he would teach me all of the constellations. And this actually led me into learning about astrology. And what people don't realize is that they can figure this shit out on their own by doing what our ancestors had to do before we had all this techie shit like telescopes and mobile phone applications. You go outside at night, you look up at the sky, and you study the patterns that you see. And then with that in mind, you're going to know that Regulus did not physically move into the constellation of Virgo. You can research this yourself by simply looking for yourself tonight. If you ask a Western astrologer if the star physically moved, ask them that. Like, use, be specific. Did it physically move? Like, if I were to go outside tonight... Would I see that it that it's physically in the constellation of, of Virgo now? They're going to tell you no. They're going to tell you that it didn't, but it did on paper. And that's the problem, my friends, okay? Tropical astrology is meant to measure when, I said this earlier, but when. not a, it's, it's not meant to measure a where, okay? The purpose of the tropical wheel is to tell you when the seasons are. And the sidereal wheel tells you where the stars and the planets are. And when you can wrap your brain around that, it'll all make sense. We need both wheels, okay? They're both important. So I'm not discrediting tropical astrology at all. Or, well, maybe I am, but we do need the wheel, if that makes sense, okay? Um, but I just, I just feel like we're utilizing the the tropical wheel in a way that isn't correct and it's teaching other people misinformation which i i actually feel like this is a part of the agenda you know from babylon you know what i mean um the powers that be now you know and and this will make me come off as you know sounding like a conspiracy theorist but i believe wholeheartedly that the truth is being hidden from us in plain sight I know you heard that saying before, like a lot of things, you know, things are always, always hidden from us in plain sight because we don't, we don't pay attention. We humans tend to take things that are supposed to be so beautiful and simple and natural and we complicate the fuck out of it. Think about that. We're just hella extra. We're doing too much. An example could be food, eating. 
Our ancestors didn't have McDonald's or even stoves. They lived off of nature and they did well for themselves. They probably had less disease. Um, and I'm talking about, I'm not talking about like European ancestors. I'm talking about legit, like ancient Hawaiians and shit. I mean, if you're not Hawaiian, like think about people who really lived off of the land, okay? And then you fast forward a few thousand years and we've disrupted the natural cycle of things with our bodies and even the this planet for a plethora of reasons. Greed, money, all kinds of shit, right? Um, the, you know, the need to have things yesterday <laughs> because we're always in a rush. And the same goes for astrology. Our ancestors didn't have to use high-tech equipment to navigate from Hawaii to Tahiti. They used the stars. And my people have been mimicking this voyage since the 70s using the same tools the ancient Hawaiians did, which was nature the stars paying attention to the wind the animals the water whatever you know so we we don't need to make things so convoluted nature is meant to be easy so i just refuse to keep on pouring energy into fighting or trying to prove that sidereal sidereal astrology is the true method of astrology um this is me saying my piece this is it i just feel like we are complicating things it's not meant to be this complicated um and that's where tropical the tropical wheel comes in because it shows you how the procession of the equinox is affecting the seasons in correlation to where the stars and the planets are in the sky so a lot of people are saying right now like i said earlier it is pisces season but it's not it's late winter season the sun is in Aquarius. The moon is in Leo today. Okay? That is by using both of the wheels. They are both equally important. So that's my little vent, I guess. And <laughs> my um, theory, my third eye theory about sidereal and tropical astrology. So if I've referred you to this segment or to a post on my blog um it's because i don't want to argue i don't want to argue this is this is what i think and if we're not on the same page then we have nothing to talk about if this doesn't convince you there's nothing for me to say to you because this is as real as it's gonna be <laughs> and this is all i can say i'm not gonna keep on i can't keep adding and adding it's this simple the wheels are, are needed, both of them. We need both, but just one is being used in a way that it's not meant to be used. The end. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with your WCW who doesn't even know you exist, your neighbor with the yappy dog that's barking all the time, your Facebook friends, which consist of family you hate, people you don't really know from your high school, and make sure you follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, and newagebootycall.com.